0: I'm Rickard Ekberg from Elaine and you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast.
1: The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally
0: Delicious Podcast. Hey, how, Hello, you?
2: Black, how are you doing? <laughs> That's
0: my partner Arena. Hey Hi. Ryan, Hi. So I went to get my glasses. I have this like slight slight uh thing thing. I don't know. They're new to me. They're really, really new. So sometimes I really need them. Sometimes sometimes I don't. But now I felt holy shit, I really do.
1: Yeah, it's it's came <laughs> on for me too. Late in life, all of a sudden it was like shit, I can't see anything. And it makes just
0: oh, yeah, yeah, I just get tired, you know?
1: Yeah. So anyway, let me start off by saying, I saw you guys on 70K and was totally blown away. Great stuff. Thank you very much, man. What was your experience like on the boat?
0: Oh, it was great. It was great. I mean, uh, there were so many there from uh, North America, of course, but also from the rest of the world. And uh, so yeah, it's first time really, it wasn't the first time playing on a cruise ship, but it was the first time playing over the Atlantic Right. And uh, also in the Bahamas, you know, it's really really cool experience. Very yeah, nice. It was
1: good. And you had a good crowd response?
0: Oh yeah, very good. Very good crowd response.
1: Sweet. And you guys are right in the middle of festival season now too, right? Correct. Correct. How's that yeah. going?
0: I'm going good. We have uh we have a couple lined up and uh this fall we're heading out with uh, Pain and Sephirim, so it's we got, we got a lot ahead of us. We have a lot behind us also. So it's been like nonstop for quite some time.
1: How do you keep up with all that, especially in these blistering conditions we were all experiencing? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Just, just
0: have to do it. Just have to do it. Rita?
2: No, I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> like, is it what conditions? Like, I'm in Finland. It's it's freezing. Did you? It's freezing there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like the whole world it's- is burning. Even in Spain and like everywhere else, it's like crazy. Yeah, crazy.
2: except Finland, where it snows in the summer, and that's how you know. You know, because really? it, it's heat, not not snow. You know, it's ah, oh, it's the season. But oh, well. yeah, no, the rest of the world is burning, but not us. But apparently, you know. You guys, you guys are drinking enough water, staying (laughs) hydrated, all that. Yeah,
0: of course. Coffee and water right here. But, you know, I'm Sweden and um, here where I am, I'm going at like the south part of Sweden. And it's like, it's warm one day, then it's kind of, kind of humid the other day and then it's quite of cold another day. So typical Swedish weather, but like two weeks ago, I believe we were down in Germany, uh, doing a signing session tour at the EMP stores and man, that was, Oh, I was so hot in Germany. It was crazy, crazy.
2: I was once there at, like, what what the hell was the place? But, yeah, like, my band was playing a festival. And I remember it being, like, so hot, so freaking hot that you could not breathe because you would just take chunks of the air and try to, like, shove it towards your face and be like is this gonna sustain me no it isn't (laughs) right right. i had fucking insult to injury on that trip i remember like you know that it was very quick like you know in and out go play the gig and and fly back the next day sort of thing so i had like quickly packed nothing except like my stage clothes and then the clothes that i was like traveling in basically and then we get there and it, it is scorching hot like absolutely humid really really like death, deathly hot, and we we get to the hotel and to the venue. I'm like, all right, try to like time to change my pretty dress on and and go sing some metal. And and I open my my suitcase and realize that my cat had pissed in it. Before. Oh yeah, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> and like that, fucking like scorching heat combined <laughs> with that piercing <laughs> smell of nice. ashes.
0: Nice, that. All
2: yeah. oh, the only dress that I had, it was amazing. And then I was like, I can't. Like I put it on, and I'm like, well, the people are kind of far away. <laughs> so wow. I just pulled it right. off, and then I remember that, that my poor bandmates are gonna be right there. Right, so I, went, right. I had to do the gig with my jeans and t shirt or something <laughs> on. But oh, yeah. yeah, I I, I understand the, the challenges of German heat. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, so you guys a, have
2: like a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, road stuff going on. So I bet you guys have like encountered some of these um, uh, road mishaps as well. Can you maybe uh, share an anecdote?
0: Sure. Never cat piss though. I mean, that's oh a God. that's a first. <laughs> that's a first. Uh, no, yeah. but you know what? it's it's, it's been kind of quite smooth on the roads because we are a tight and well oiled machine in Elaine, we have this work structure that really, like it's about doing your job and doing it good. Um, When we gig and and play music, we have a no no alcohol uh, rule. And and really it's, it's uh, just uh, good times, hard work and uh, unity and empowerment. Nice. So the record well, came out... Well, I love,
2: I love stuff. There was super interesting stuff there. No alcohol policy. How mm-hmm. did you end up with that policy?
1: <laughs> Reena's digging for dirt.
0: Uh, <laughs> there was no dirt, actually. It's uh, a thing that we started early on to avoid. Dirt. Yeah, exactly. Potential dirt. I mean, it's it's so unnecessary. It's uh, very, very uh, often that people do stupid stuff when they're drunk so
1: yeah yeah so record came out i think it was uh, four days ago right last friday correct so after listening to it and actually my reviewer is going to have a review of it this week but after listening to it um it seems a lot heavier and a lot darker than the previous one was that intentional or is that just the way it happened
0: it's always the way it just happens um so i mean it's it's we always create what feels right and uh, when it comes to the actual progression that also was very natural we always also write from us what you hear is Madeline and myself it is her and i who write all of the music and 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 all of the lyrics and uh, it's quite interesting that you say it's 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 a lot darker because i've heard from others that they feel it's brighter in the sense that it's more uh uplifting empowering than the previous album which was dancing in hell Mm. which was empowering but speaking of being in your own personal hell. so if you look at it we shall remain is actually a kind of progression from the previous album naturally progression
1: right Right.
0: where where you have gotten through that personal hell and really you you start to dig into the aftermath because I mean, each to their own with with what you're going through. That's what we're also emphasizing here uh, with the previous album, that your personal hell is your personal hell. No one can tell you otherwise, really, because, I mean, there's no point in comparing difficulties. And uh, when you get through that, uh, you have this aftermath. You need to dig through. You can't forget the battles you were in because then you're, quite bound to repeat yourself with that so it's it's more about like rediscovering yourself reconnecting with yourself and just continuing fighting and um lifting yourself up
1: okay fair enough when you say you have you have you can't forget your your past and i know this has nothing to do with the record but i'm interested you also can't let it define you as well right you have to break from it
0: Correct. Correct. You got. You got to build another world uh, from that and around that, not not be inside of of that uh, entirety. And uh, but I got. I got to say yes. This, this album is a lot heavier. It is a lot heavier. I feel so too. You know, it's like we opened up a path with Dancing in Hell, where we started to get like really comfortable in our clothes, and we uh, just continued down that line and. It's a lot heavier. Yes, I agree.
1: Well, fair enough.
0: enough.
2: Are you going to go even heavier with the next one or is it just, you know, wait and see kind (laughs) of a situation? Um,
0: Who knows? Who knows? It's a wait and see, really. But, you know, uh, we like what we're doing now and um, always create what is right, you know right Uh, there is all sure there's potential to be even heavier there's potential to continue exactly down this line which i i i'm not sure it will because we always go with the flow so
1: so I i was reading in your bio most of this was written what like right around the pandemic how much of that seeped into the uh the writing and the lyrics
0: So we're always very clear with um, that this might have been written during that period, but it's not a, quote, pandemic uh, album. It's um, after Dancing in Hell, there was no, uh, no tours, no way to promote our album at all. And we couldn't do anything. So what we did, since we are full time musicians, Madeline and myself, we had to find other means to get uh food on the table so 2021 i started streaming on twitch where i perform our songs hang out with the community talk about mental health and also play a shit ton of video games because i have a shit ton of video games so i was like hey let's let's share this with with the community and it's it it was great total game changer And uh, Madeline started her Twitch streams in uh, June of 2021 also. She's actually right now uh, doing a stream. That's why I'm here by myself. And um, before that, uh, how did we survive? Well, we survived uh, all thanks to Patreon. I, I can't really stress that enough that our community rose to the occasion and without patreon we would not have made it through that that early stage right there it was was terrible. And um, during that time we didn't really have um, we weren't in the mindset and we didn't have Uh the actual time to write new music because we were so focused on actually surviving. So we we started to dabble in 2021 but really sat down and wrote the album in 2022 and what you hear is not stuff that only comes from that specific period we uh we threw in stuff that we've been through uh like years ago years and years ago that is is, you uh, that is uh, like connected to our own personal growth from where we were to where we are now to where we see where stuff, where stuff is going. Is going. And that yeah. goes in a broader sense than to ourselves. Gotcha. It really does.
1: How much of a responsibility, I know you say you talk about mental health a lot, and we were talking about, you know, the positivity of overcoming in your, in your newest record from Dance and Hell. How much responsibility do you feel then to bring forth a message to your listeners? Is there a thought in that?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, We've always said that if you were given a platform, use it well. There's no, there's not much more to it than that. And both Madeline and I have been through very, very much. Like in my mid thirties, I was diagnosed with pretty severe ADHD. And up until that point, uh, I was undiagnosed, of course. And from that point, so much before my diagnosis made sense finally so much made sense and i'm still unmedicated because i feel i don't i'm I'm, i've learned how to manage stuff and uh it was really that that you i needed to reconnect with myself and experience what it is to not mask not to try to fit in and whatnot and try to actually put on a filter sometimes you know right and uh madeline herself she was diagnosed with uh high functioning autism last year so she's also going through that right now with reconnecting with herself learning a lot about herself i learned a lot about her she learned a lot about me right so do we have a responsibility towards our listeners I, i say that I feel that those that connect, they do, and um, we we feel a responsibility to our platform
1: we are given. Okay, how vulnerable oh, yeah. do you feel? Sorry, Rena, one more, and I'll let you jump in. How vulnerable do you feel when you're putting that stuff out? There? Do you ever say, "Oh shit, I've put too much of myself in it"? In music, yeah, in lyrics, and in
0: no, 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 no. Never. I mean, it's, it's, our music, our lyrics are never like on the nose. It's not like this specific issue. It's only this and only that. It's very, it's very broad. And we want it broad because to, to us, uh, it it can be one thing, but to, to the other that, that listens, they need to connect with that and, and, and grow from that themselves and, and really connect in their own way. And that is the magic of, uh making people feel that's special thing you know you know your favorite movie from the 90s i mean it could be about something completely different than what you connect and learn from it right so that that is real it's 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 not like on the no stuff gotcha sorry Rena guy.
2: Uh, no, I think we kind of moved away from the subject, so go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> yeah. what's next then?
2: I don't want to bring it back anymore.
1: Oh, okay. So what's next then for you guys?
0: The closest we have is uh, we're playing Metal Days, and um, it's a festival. It's going to be really, really nice. We have um... – oh, shit. I got to look at my calendar, Holy. <laughs> This one, this is, I mean, uh, I gotta dust it off because I open my calendar like twice a year.
1: So how do you keep up with all the stuff?
0: Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going over to, uh, Metal Days. That's right. That's right. F- holy shit. August 1st. That's soon. That's really soon. Then we're going to Alcatraz. So August, we have, uh, two festivals. Oh, look at that.
2: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's a, that's a lovely surprise. Which festivals are they?
0: The Metal Days and Alcatraz.
2: and Alcatraz. Sorry, I missed it. Uh, yeah, have you ever been to either one of those? Is there like a favorite Never, festival no. that you want to do each year?
0: Oh, this is the first time we're going to, uh, to both.
2: Right. Nice. Do you have any, any like sort of repetitive uh, events that you keep going to, that you look forward to yearly?
0: um no no repetitive events no i mean uh it's always a blast to play at 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 sweden rock we've been there um what is it now two three times two times two times let's say two times it's two times and uh yeah last time was uh, it was actually last year so that was very very nice but no we um no uh, no yearly thing no we don't, right. we don't do that, no.
1: Sweden Rock's a good yeah. hometown crowd, though, right?
0: No, well, uh, Sweden Rock has a lot of international people coming in, like, from everywhere. It's it's crazy. It's a really, really good festival. So if you're ever in Sweden, man, around Sweden Rock time, that's a good festival to go to. Definitely.
1: Nice. Reina
2: um i'm, I'm kind of out <laughs> i i wanted to stick to the mental health stuff but we're so far away from
0: we there can, that hey, we can we, revisit I still got it <laughs> yeah let's revisit
2: yeah i kind of i kind of lost my red thread there it had something to do with the masking but but like yeah it, it, it was yeah it, it's a very interesting subject because of like the differences between males and females and how how they sort of have to deal with that that stuff and how right. it takes to get uh, a diagnosis, for instance, if you're female, mm-hmm. you know that these, um, like you said, that uh, Madeline is is high functioning autistic, mm-hmm. and and that is a hard diagnosis to get, and and it usually happens late in adulthood, you know that mm-hmm. you, you have to sort of just live with all that stuff for a long time and feel like there's something wrong with you and that you can't put your finger on what it is and i bet it's kind of like the same thing with you with the adhd which is often labeled and stigmatized as as um well laziness for instance and just mm. being um unreliable and and all these like really really negative uh labels that are are like then put on to people because of those things so whereas you and madeline i'm sure like learned a lot about each other like you said with those diagnoses, hmm. do you think it's made uh like your your life easier in a sense that people around you can accept you and your your modus operandi you know better than they they probably did before
0: well the um uh, there are two criterias that needs to be fulfilled to make it easier for the person with the diagnosis, and that is uh, the acceptance and it is the... Uh, oh shit, I forgot the other. No, it's so good. Oh my god. It is acceptance. <laughs> it is so good. When I, when I think of it, I will say it, but it is two, and I will, I will think of the other later. Acceptance and awareness? No. It's, um, <laughs> we'll we'll get. get
2: there. We'll I'll get there. Get. But how much, how much masking do you think you did? Was it like a active thing that you knew that shit? I'm gonna go to this. I don't know, like a band related rehearsals, whatever. You know that this is happening, and I know I need to come come across like I mm-hmm. got my shit together. I cannot let them see that my mind is drifting. Is this like a thought process that you had to deal with?
0: It, uh from early childhood just a thing that kicks in really, mm, really? and it's, it's exactly that to have that um mask that you got things together you got it really sorted out and uh when i look at pictures of myself uh from just a couple of years ago i see it in my eyes that yeah. false sense of confidence and you really really see the insecurity, I see it, the insecurity. And, yeah. um, it's, 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 rough, it's to, rough to look at. It really is. It really, really is. Well, but, but yeah, is it, it was is, exactly you, that to, to, um, to make it look like everything was, everything's fine.
2: Right. Yeah. Do, can you find like this, um, empathy in your heart for yourself, your past self who like, had to do that because it probably was mandated by by circumstances
0: oh yeah i mean you feel stupid you really do and um at the same time i've been made feel stupid for things i think of you know since my brain is wired in a different way due to the neurodivergency and seeing solutions that uh those around me wouldn't see that still works but you know unconventional and uh you get to hear that you're stupid you get to hear that you were all up in the clouds and whatnot. you can't do that can't do this so yeah sure i mean i wouldn't be today where i i wouldn't be where i am today without yesterday so, mm. I mean, it's, you really need to come to terms with that and accept what has been because you can always, uh, and that's also an ADHD thing with time blindness. And also I call it to time travel because you can actually travel back in your mind to specific moments and just be there, but you can't really do anything about it, but you can learn from it and take that with you to this moment and grow from it.
2: Yeah. And is it also like. Something that gives you not just the, like, skills, but also the opportunity, like you said, that if you have a platform, you you have to use it. Uh, but, like, it, you can now recognize that look in somebody else's eyes, you know? And you can maybe offer some support and insight, maybe even that insight, maybe even that little push, like, you know, that, dude, you're not stupid. <laughs> you're not... <laughs> You're not Mm. these things. Maybe you should just go get tested, do the like routine and maybe find that. And and like, that's super interesting to me that you said that you're not on meds for it and that Mm. you found like a way to to deal with it. Do you have any Mm. like concrete tips or or do's and don'ts that you could maybe share?
0: Oh, wow. Um, So it's very individual, but there are very big similarities Similarities such as uh, the explosive rage, which is connected to an explosive emotional response. Oh. And one of the biggest things I've learned is to just do take it easy. Really, really just think about this. Uh, the things that you are feeling, those are true. You are feeling what you're feeling, but just hang with it before you give an immediate response you are quick to words but just when you are emotional and you can recognize that Mm. wait five minutes
2: yeah actually i can i can add something to this because if it if it like um i I host this other podcast also which is uh about mental health and and we had this um guest who's this finnish actor but he's also a psychotherapist and he could he could give this like to me an extremely valuable piece of information about like you know these emotional uh reactions that you get uh and if it if, if it's anger if it's anxiety if it's any of those things that like are basically hormonal if you get to that level where your brain starts uh, putting out it. these hormones yeah then five minutes even isn't enough it yeah. takes your body 30 minutes to mm-hmm. process that shit out. And, and like, even if the situation resolves and the, the like circumstances change, you might still have that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then you start, to get to that loop of like, why the fuck am I like this? And why can't I just like let this go and it's fine. And then you're just like adding shame onto those, like already the feelings that you don't wanna have and you're doubling down on yourself. You're not doing any good with that. And to me, at least that was like a super valuable piece of information that I can just look at my watch and go like 30 minutes, this is just what it's gonna be. And I shouldn't do anything about it it right. is what it is for 30 minutes and i can cut myself that slack for 30 minutes
0: right. but
2: yeah it's, this is a super interesting topic and and that's why i wanted to like dig into it a little bit more because
0: it is it is a super interesting topic and um, when you asked me before if i can see it in someone else's eyes and and et cetera, et cetera, i mean it's um i don't really meet a lot of people uh except when i'm on shows and uh doing that yeah. But a lot of people reach out because I talk a lot about this on my Twitch streams also. Um, And they uh, also on my Instagram, I post it all the time. And um, I'm starting up this YouTube because I want to talk about mental health and do's and don'ts like uh, this and that, you know, stuff like that that can help others because I myself have researched a lot the last couple of years. And they, they they write me and say thank you very much for talking about this because I recognize this in in my friend or I recognize this in myself and they can really connect and they feel comfort maybe maybe they don't they don't learn anything and that's not really the point. What is the major point of it all the first very first step into feeling better about where you are is to know that you're not alone right and that's a yeah. huge one. That's if a huge
2: thing. I'm just knowing that somebody else is having these exact same experiences. You know,
0: exactly,
2: exactly. like they are exactly the same, basically. Which means I'm not crazy. It's just something right. that you know our our brain does. Thank right. you very sharing. Bruce, uh, we are running out of time, right?
1: No, I was just letting that go. That was great. I'm sorry I cut you off earlier. I got on to uh,
2: no, no a worries. topic, and, but I'm glad you went We're back hard. to it. <laughs> that's like important. Two, actual things to say. We don't have to go to housing, tour life, because we can like, you know, right. uh, so this is I our platform. It very, very much, we, so. You know, this is, we, we share the responsibility of, of sharing in a platform that we have. And also, yes. like, just because, um, clearly, as a musician, you know that most of us have depression. <laughs> you know that is, that is something that we talk about all the time. But not so much ADHD. Not so much, of course. You know, I'm sure you don't want to be speaking on Mendelis' behalf about her, like you know, stuff. But it was lovely right. to share that piece of information as well. And and it's still like an important message to put out there that you can have these personal traits and still do the things that you guys do, for instance. It's, it's not gonna stop you. ADHD is not gonna stop you. Autism is not gonna stop you if you really wanna do it. There's ways to work around it. And that's like a really important message if you
1: ask me. That's great. Thank you for being so open and honest. We really appreciate it. Sure, man. And
0: all of this, like you can find all of this empowerment and uh, and connection within the new album, We Shall Remain. I mean, that is what it's all about. It's about community, unity and empowerment, man.
1: And I don't think I know we got to go, but I don't think you find that many places outside of the the metal world, right? The metal world is really specific and really a great big community.
0: Definitely, Uh, with the right band,
1: (laughs) right, right, absolutely.
2: Do that too. Yeah, but all in all, you know, we're one big happy mentally ill and very accepting
1: (laughs) and very i mean at least in my experience i've seen that you know metalheads or is a community but it's also really accepting of it is very accepting disabilities whatever
0: yes i agree it is a very embracing community in 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 all you know
1: sweet i appreciate you taking the time man hey
0: i was happy to be here thank you guys very very much Bruce and rena been a been a great time
1: Good luck with the summer festivals you. and we'll see you soon.
0: Have thank you very much. Cheers, thank you very much. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye. Welcome to us
1: talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're gonna be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob
0: um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a uh, niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate.
1: Yeah, imagine
0: all the emotions that you have towards the genre that, that uh, has impacted your life, uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot. And listen to Axe Grand Podcast.